Sensei are your new favorite production team hailing from right here in Chicago. They're made up of Midas Wells and Chris Kramer. And their hip-hop, funk, soul, jazz, electronic style has caught the attention of folks like Tall Black Guy and Black Thought. Their new album is called Constellate. And joining me on the line to tell us all about it is Chris Kramer, one half of Tensei. Thank you so much, Chris. Welcome to Vocalo. Hey, thanks for having me. Before we get into the sounds, can you tell me how you and Midas began this working relationship? Yeah, it goes back quite a ways. Uh, We both ended up going to school at Southern Illinois Carbondale back in the late 90s. And um, there was a nice little art community that um, stemmed out of uh, a Chicago hip-hop crew called Necrobat. And uh, we were all kind of in the same group of friends, hanging out, doing music and stuff and art. And, you know, back then we had limited resources, but we were just messing around with like beat machines and stuff. After school went out, we didn't see each other like 10 years. Oh, wow. And they ran to each other at like a friend's party once. And uh, we're like, dude, you still make music? He's like, yeah. So we just started jamming in the studio and uh, turning that into tracks. It's so got it. We tried for quite a while. It's got to be night and day, the ease in which you can make an album in 2019 as opposed to what you needed to have uh, on hand to make an entire record in like 1998. Oh yeah. It's night and day resources too, you know, but back then you'd be lucky, you know, if you had any money to maybe find a sampler or something nowadays, you don't need any money. You can just download software on your computer. (laughs) Yeah. You don't even need to be in the same room as whoever it is that you're making. You don't have to be in the same country as the person you're making music with. And I've done that actually uh, several times. Yeah. So that's, that's the beauty of technology. You and Midas are so great at kind of seamlessly marrying genres and shifting gears between them in a way that doesn't mm-hmm. feel forced, which I appreciate. Where does that ease come from? What what it, what influences you to to make that kind of fluidity fluidity into your albums? I would say it stems from spending a long time digging records. Um, so both of us start out making music and, and, and sampling, you know, kind of in a in a traditional hip-hop fashion. Then both of us kind of got tired of doing that and started to play, you know, taught ourselves how to play instruments and started making our own stuff. And I think just the influence of having spent, you know, years and years digging through old records from the 60s, 70s, 80s and such, it just kind of got a feel for what it's supposed to sound like. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It just kind of organically happens. Like we don't necessarily say, Hey, I'm going to add a, a soul part or I'm going to add a, a, a jazzy piano. It just kind of happens that way. And, um, both of us sort of had this thing where like, there was like, Hey, you know, I wish the sample had this extra note in it or something that wasn't there. So we just decided to say, you know, screw sampling music. We'll just make our own. That's fantastic. It's all original music. And the fact that I'm sitting here like, word, is really a testament to just like the, <laughs> the musicianship here, especially considering that you, you two are self-taught. Why not go ahead and take classes? Why kind of hunker down and do that part yourself? 
it's like I was saying, you know, it's, it's been like a really organic process, you know, just never felt like it, you know, like if I wanted to learn something, I would just look on YouTube and try to figure it out. But, but I will say, you know, we are also um, really fortunate to have some really, really, really good friends. You know, as part of being around Chicago, kind of people not really knowing us uh, besides other musicians, you know, over the years, we became really good with a lot of people like on like International Anthem mm-hmm. before it was International Anthem, like and uh, other musicians. So we'd have our, our music and then it'd be like, hey, you know, I'd hit up a friend like Micaiah McCraven and be like, hey, dude, can you play drums on top of this? And then, you know, he would. And then we'd be like, OK, we're just going to take this little three second part of what he played and mix it in with what we already had. So there, I guess you could say there is sampling, but it's not from records. Yeah. It's just like uh, there's like additional uh, sounds that are added in from uh, just, you know, hanging out with friends and getting them to play on top of it. Listening to Vocalo, I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me on the line, one half of the production duo Tensei, it's Chris Kramer. If I uh, had a relationship with Micaiah McCraven where I could just be like, hey, come over and play drums, that is absolutely the first thing I would do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, now a lot of people, is, you know, are hearing about Tensei for the first time. Um, but we actually, back in the day, like in 2012, 13, we worked with a place in L.A. called Plug Research Records. Mm-hmm. At the time, they were kind of like doing a lot of the experimental music. They had like Flying Lotus or like Bilal or Shafiq Hussein were on the same label. And back then, we were doing instrumental music uh, only, like without really working with any vocalists. But at the time, you know, all those friends thought it was cool. You know, oh, man, you guys are doing stuff in L.A. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well hey, man, let's play, you know. And it was just kind of from that so nowadays it's just like we're kind of just like it's kind of like og status i guess if you will the constellate does have instrumental music in one portion of it and it does have songs with singers on another portion of it why was it uh, important to you to kind of separate those two parts of it and why was it important to include both parts on the same album as opposed to releasing them separately one of the reasons why we have two versions of the album there's a black one and a white one the black one's on vinyl now and uh we'll have the white one on vinyl soon uh one is entirely just the instrumentals of it and we already had some fans on the internet who liked our instrumental music from back in the day so we're like well we might as well you know make the instrumental version for the fans that really aren't into soul music so we just wanted to kind of try to make something for everybody. But this, but really, at the root of it, it was all kind of just natural. It wasn't really, like, premeditated, like, okay, I'm going to do this here and do that there. It just kind of just kind of came out how it felt right. Are you and Midas writing the lyrics for your singers, or are you giving them free reign when they come to the studio? Oh, no. That's the beauty of it is um, we don't really ask anyone to do anything specifically when it comes to vocalists. We just say, hey, you know, this is what we were thinking. And uh, for the song, if if you have something you'd like to add to it, you know, by all means. And they're just like, okay, cool. And then they kind of went in and did their thing. It's so great to be surrounded by vocalists who are improvisers in that way. Talk to me about some of the singers that you've you've brought on board. A. Billy Free, Liv Warfield, uh, Sam Trump can do anything. Right. So we first got connected with, like, the soul community in Chicago because uh, we 
we're a really tight relationship with a fellow named Yao and also um, this guy named Kahari Lemuel. And they kind of introduced us to, like, a lot of the younger uh, guys that are on the scene, you know, this is some years ago now. And uh, we just kind of got linked up with them. But I would say out of all the people that um, that we worked with on this album, there isn't any particular favorite. But I do think that A. Billy Free is really special um, in her own right because she can rap. I mean, she can really rap, mm-hmm. too. And people don't really know that. So it, but it's a, it's, it's a pretty cool. Hopkins, this is Vocalo. I'm joined by Chris Kramer from Tensei on the Line. Their new album is called Constellate. Let's talk about the video for Liquid Tongues. It is mm. a psychedelic collage come to life. Uh, it it mm. seems to be kind of, at least from where I sit, seemed to be kind of a celebration of women. Uh, talk to me about uh, who, who made this video, the concept, and what the story is uh, that you're trying to tell us. Okay, okay. So with this video, Billy, you know, she she was saying about, um, you know, words have the power to heal or hurt, and so that's why they're like liquid because they can because words can change shape or form, and can you know almost like a you know like a chameleon or I don't know something some something like that. And the guy who made the video, his name is Sean Johnson. He was in Fresno. Honestly, I didn't see it until it was done. He just really felt the uh, music, and him and Billy were talking on the side about it. And then when they, you know, they sent it to me, I was just like, geez, you know, uh, to be honest with you, that really, we really didn't have much input in the video, but I'm glad it turned out so beautiful. It is really gorgeous and it kind of reminds me of uh, some of the elements from like the, uh, like Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I don't, I can't figure out where to rest my eyes when I'm watching it. It is so dynamic. What is, uh, what's next for Tensei? What's the next step? Uh, what does 2019 have up its sleeve for you all? There's a few things going on. Um, one, we just finished a full length album with actually a Billy Free that's in mastering right now that, that we plan on taking on tour with her. Awesome. And, you know, um, that's probably like the biggest thing uh, this year. We, we have a couple other projects that are like near completion, working on a project with uh, Jametta Rose out of L.A. that's almost done. And we have another like follow-up to Consulate that's more of like a producer album that's in the works. But I think most of those, on a, you guys actually end up hearing next year. I think the rest of this year is going to be primarily focused on this new one we have with Billy. Well, congratulations on uh, the great album. Congratulations on the continued success. We're going to be watching and listening, so don't forget about us when you get all huge. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the thing is, you know, we're like, that's the thing is like, it's it's nice to be uh, in Chicago where there's such a, you know, people don't really know, but there's a really supportive community. It's just a matter of going out there and meeting with them. So uh, I don't think, will ever forget where we're from because we're you know both born and raised here so that, that won't be a problem i want to make sure people know how they can get their hot hands on all of this great music and go to realtensei.com that's r-e-a-l-t-e-n-s-e-i.com thank you chris and uh, say hi to midas for us please i will i will breathing and shining thunder and lightning flash up the tv move me profoundly 
I'm just a brown.